still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, there you go. Thank you, Alliance. One more time with Alliance tomorrow, and then they're, they're in our rear view, and I'm, I, for one, will miss them. So sad. Uh, yesterday, well, I got to say, happy, happy anniversary to Brett. I don't know if you know this. It's your, sort of your anniversary today. They took away Columbus Day from All your right, people. The official. But they'll never, ever, ever, ever take away December 14th, 1977. Ever. Which is bigger to me than your Columbus Day. Release date for... Uh... Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. That's right. Saturday Night Fever came out this day, 1977. Columbus, there's arguments about whether or not he did anything. There is no doubt, no debate what happened to this nation I think it was the birth of the nation on December 14th, 1977. We became the America we are today. The second John Travolta was walking down the street with those paint cans in his hands and starting off Saturday night. Amazing day. And so incredibly impactful that even this, what, uh, nearly 50 years later, he can still do a commercial with John Travolta walking down the street dressed as Santa Claus and everybody gets it. I think it's a reference that even young people understand. Donna Pascal is in that. Is the, she? Yes, she's in the commercial. One of the ladies from Saturday Night Fever is, gives him a little head nod in the middle of him. Like, There's a couple of them in there. Yeah. Just the, the, like the cameos, yeah. Like, that's Donna Pascal. That's that the one. I say, uh, is that really him dancing? I think it is. I'm yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. So, happy anniversary to Brett. Should have took the day off. His people. Why my hair. Right. <laughs> and will they ever say... Uh, Will they ever take Saturday Night Fever away and replace it with Last of the Mohegans? I don't think so, Hell but that's what they did with Columbus Day. Indigenous Movies Day. No, this one is yours forever. This one is forever and ever. And that you. soundtrack, too. Well, that changed everything. I mean, man. Release that again today in a movie, and it's going to do pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It's remarkable. So happy anniversary. I got Thank that. you. Another anniversary we're creeping up on. Some lady just pointed it out, and my brain won't do it. I, I believe we're walking up because I get real confused on how long ago New Year's Eves are. But this will be the 25th anniversary of the uh, – uh, Marcy just emailed me this. The 25th anniversary 
of Y2K, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it? Because we start on zero, so then it would be 24 years after. So 99 to zero, 24 to 25th, but still a quarter of a century almost or absolutely since we flipped the F out over that. And if you weren't around for that, that was a very legitimate concern. Businesses lost their minds. Banks sending out. Especially radio. Oh, radio didn't know what to do. It was on a mountain for five hours. (laughs) They thought it was all going to just stop working. It was insane. But banks were sending out things going, hey, you might get zeroed out. Well, I'm so shocked we didn't all just pull our money out. I thought about it. I didn't have enough to do, but I was, it was horrifying. Air. You were on when it I happened. Was on, yeah. When the, I had when a mini prep over. kit in case things were, yeah. I didn't. I just kind of kept my eyes on Australia. If it starts collapsing there, they're a whole day ahead of us. We didn't have to worry about anything. All we had to do was sit back and go, okay, nothing happened yeah, there. Right. And nothing going on there. We're good. And when Australia went off and we crossed our fingers, like, we're good. That little island off of Australia that goes first, that gets the New Year first, just outside of Tasmania. It doesn't even have a name. It's just, you know, that one. There, nobody blew up. Nothing exploded. All their stuff kept working. We're like, we're good. And then Sydney happened. We're like, all right, we can just. And we celebrated like crazy. But that, that was, Jesus, I mean, that's how fast time is going. Quarter century later that that's going on. You're 47 years removed from the debut of Saturday Night Fever. It's more important. That is the bigger one. 44th anniversary of the release of The Jerk. That's pretty awesome, too. Pretty movie. I watched that uh, over Thanksgiving. It's still pretty damn funny. It's got a lot of great parts. And then for no reason at all, and as I watched it, I'm like, that's a total Steve Martin moment of the 70s in the cat juggling scene. So unnecessary and so stupid and, like, Turn it off! Yeah, he thought it would be... I, th- I think he thought audiences would find it. But that's how high we were in the 70s, that in the middle of a movie, cat juggling was like, oh, that... And people loved it. And it was... It's just... It's not even a little funny. It's just weird. And it comes out of nowhere. Uh, another thing, everybody's trying to get me to talk about this, like I'm going to do anything. Uh, I've gotten about six or seven uh, emails, a couple of texts that have come through about... Fox 10 just did a story about uh, Southwest Airlines having an inclusion policy for their larger passengers. And here's their deal. I didn't know this. You buy a ticket, you talk to the ticket agent and say, I'm fat. You might have noticed I'm fat as I'd like another seat. They've got to give it to you. There's no buy in the second seat. Southwest Airlines has inclusion policy that basically says, you're right. You're fat as Here's two for one. So you get a two for it's actually beneficial. Can you go for a triple? And there's triples available. <laughs> if, you're a, if you're a t- three-seater. How do you, you can, get on the plane? You if you're can a go pig, f- you can get exactly. three seats. You shouldn't be flying anywhere. You should be walking. <laughs> if you take up more than one airline seat, shame on you. You take up the whole row? Where are you going other than to that weird little Iranian doctor that cuts your guts out on TV, on the TLC? You've got to be 2,000 pounds to be that big. Uh, but again, because that's the society we live in, it was being praised as a great move for large body inclusion. Uh, you, you know, if you're that, if you need three seats, you need to be on a C one thirty, not a seven thirty seven. I saw, I, mean, I saw how you fly. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. was in charge. It was called Operation Dumbo Drop. Yeah. Ugh. What are you thinking? And where's your shame going out in public looking like that? Stay home. What's wrong with you? 
If those three seats have a maximum of 600 pounds? No, there's no way. No, no, no. I mean total. Like combined, all three. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's no way. Yeah. It would be 200 there's, pounds a person. You're not getting on the plane. Yeah, nobody. I've seen rows way over 600 pounds. Let's smoke in the band to take you cross yeah. country. Well, three of me is over 600 pounds. Okay, so. Yeah, you, me, and Brett flying is over 600 pounds, so our aisle would be too much. But imagine that you, me, and Brett, we fit in an aisle in a row. You get some dude who's like, I need this row because he's uh, the size of that's you're the two, size of three of us. You're too huge and embarrassing to leave your house. Stay at home with your enabler and your poop wiping stick and towel. And don't leave until you figure out how to get this. You do not. People need to be shamed. If you take up two and a half seats on an airplane, you're not allowed out. You're just not allowed out. And besides, how are you getting out? They have to cut the wall off of the back of your house to get you out of it every time. I've seen that movie, too. How long till somebody puts a fat suit on just so they can get the whole row? Boom. That's the point. It's a brilliant idea. Now it's beneficial. Yep. Now there's a a reason to do it. You get a little more room. All you have to do is, what I'm going to do, I'm never going to pack another bag. I'm going to wear all my clothes. I've tried this before, but now I'm going to wear coats and I'm just going to puff up. You might have noticed I'm I'm fat as and I'm not ashamed of it. I'd like a second seat. I should be I should be expressing great shame in what I've done to my body, but I'm not. I'm actually here for the freebies. That's a bad one there. Get the uh, destination XL plane airlines. Charge them extra is what you should yeah. do. <laughs> Less seats. And, and call it what it is. Shame tax. Oh, my God. We provided a chair for you and you don't fit in it and you expect a second one for free? No. Shame tax. You're getting a second seat for the price of that seat. <laughs> Period. It should say that on your ticket. Yeah. Yeah, shame tax. Mm-hmm. It's right there on there. In bright red letters, shame tax for you letting yourself go this badly. Oh. I don't want to hear anybody blame. Well, the seats are so small. No, they're not. No. No, they're not. There's plenty of room for you in that seat. Plenty of room. If you're bleeding over into the guy next to you, you should look at yourself and say, I've done this. I need to let that be your barrier for the future. It's not the best seat to be in for two hours, but you can handle it. Yeah. (laughs) Shana says, well, the only good news about this is the biggins can act as flotation devices for the rest of us. Not all of them. Not all of them. Some of them sink. English Bulldog. I've been reading a lot about those since I got bus. They have to, the ones that have the noses that point up. they got to work not to sink. Yeah, I believe they call that uh, brachiocephalic. So when their noses point up, they have to lift their heads to swim and their bodies sink down. It, it's not a good thing. And there's people that have that too. Somebody who breathes like this <gasps> is not a flotation device. They're going down. Brachiocephalic sounds that sounds dirty. dirty. You know? When the vet kept saying it, I kept giggling. <laughs> Why do you laugh? I'm like, you keep saying phallic. <laughs> Cephalic sounds phallic even sounds worse. like there's something wrong with it. Syphilis on my phallic. <laughs> Will you grow up? Probably never. So, come up with better words. How about you change? But no, the uh, the shame of it all is that they're being rewarded for this. And who loses? The us normals. People who fit in a single seat because they're going to start charging extra for, uh, you know, their losses. They're they're losing a seat in this That's seat. That's not a new policy. That's always been the policy, Evidently, right? but it just came out. It Well, no. It Wait, is what? Fairly new, but it just came out that all you have to do is ask. I don't think anybody knew that. So I think uh, Fox 10 is like kind of cat out of the bag. Like, hey, do you know all you had to do was just tell them? You noticed that I'm a 
fat mother. I need two. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you get that second one free just for asking. It's like that Oreo thing yesterday. It's maybe it's a glitch, but right now in the wording of the deal, it's like if you ask and we uh, we assess that you're bleeding over too far into seat two, you get that seat for free. Used to have to buy two seats. And that's why they're saying Southwest being applauded for their large body inclusion. What? You were never excluded. You take up two seats, you pay for two seats. It's called logic. It works up perfect. So a one-seater might get bumped. Yeah, if they're like a full a flight. Hook. Or my guess is Chunks has to move because they're selling seats. Sold seats probably go like first in line. That's priority. And then when Chunks shows up and says, hey, I have to get two, we're like, we're going to get, well, this one's all full up. So if you want two seats, they're all paid for on this. We've got to wait for you to have an open seat. And I don't know if you can do it when you buy the ticket, and then you got to go down to the ticket agent and get your measurements and prove how huge you are. And then like, oh, yeah, you're a two-seater, so we won't sell the one next to you. I don't know how it works, but it ain't right. <laughs> Hayden emails in, and I've always loved this idea. You pay by the pound. Pay by the pound. Make it a good thing. You know, anorexics would be like $13 to find, like you're faxing them somewhere. Chubba-dubs, you're seven fifty one way. I can't afford that. Looks like you need to cut back on something. Hmm, where do we start? Where do we start with your cutbacks? Oh, <laughs> I've got an idea. Five dinners. Cut that back down to the regular one, and I bet you can start affording airline tickets again. And they had dollar Oreos. It's ridiculous how much we're charging people for flying by the pound. Is that the ridiculous part? By the pound. You'd see a lot more action. You know, business flyers would be... Then you'd want to be on business flights with people who fly all the time because they'd be thin. And it has a lot to do with that influencer that was on the other day. This isn't one of them, but this is another group. Uh. Fat Girl Traveling Network. What? Is it a show? On on Instagram. Oh, it's an Instagram thing about fat ladies going places. Yep. (laughs) They organize world tours. I need them to do something for me, the Fat Girls World Traveling Tour. Uh, give me their itinerary so I can avoid where they go. <laughs> so the last thing I want to do is be on a plane for 12, 15 hours overseas Man. and have the Fat Girl Traveling Crew hanging out on that thing. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, there's a hot air balloon. Oh, that is dangerous. How in the world are they defying gravity? One balloon per fat. Nope. There's nope, a whole they crammed them all in the... How strong are hot air balloons? This must be... Check the, out the two skinny dudes in the middle. Yeah, well, Did you ask Meathead if they saw who was going to say. There? Yeah, no, Meathead's house is still standing. If that thing hit his house <laughs> with the fat girl world travelers, there would it would have been worse than 9-11. If the fat girl world traveling group ever ties up with Al-Qaeda, they'll just float balloons into the sides of buildings and do more damage. This one says, Memories from Fat Camp, Finger Lakes Wine Country Tour. That one in the middle's got to stop dressing like in pink because she looks like a humongous wad of hubba bubba. Holmberg's <laughs> morning, morning sickness. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. 
Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It shouldn't be beneficial. Pay by the pound. Hayden's right. You pay by the pound. There have been times when I've been like, damn it, paying a little extra for my flight. I got another flight coming. You'd work out before you'd fly. Oh, my God. Like I'd hit it'd be that. like a UFC cut-a-thon. <laughs> right. You're just cutting like, weight. You're sweating. You're in a suit. I'm dropping weight, and I got a flight coming up here. I saved 50 uh, bucks. Oof, man, yeah. You guys <laughs> saved $75 because I, I dumped weight before the flight. <laughs> I rehydrated yeah. before I got back on. So. I can't believe how much they're charging for flying. I can't afford this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seems like your financial advisor is ignoring one of your columns. See, he's done absolutely nothing here at the gym. There's zero dollars. That's good savings right there. There's a $14,000 a month on food. Texter says, John, you know that thing that they make you put your luggage in to see if it fits in the overhead? Right. What's the people person one coming right. for that? Sit in the chair. If you don't fit, you can't go. <laughs> oh, come on. I got a glandular problem. What, you eat 3,000 pounds of glands a day? That's the only problem you've got. <laughs> this guy. I got to pay extra for my oversized luggage. Right. But, but fat person carrying their meat luggage around is okay? What <laughs> yes. is this? Meat luggage. That is what it is. Fly cargo. It angers us all. And I understand you're out there rolling around in your oversized body but come on why should you get something free for all the mistakes you've made in life that's what everyone is saying 51 pounds okay 52 not good not good (laughs) gotta start digging through that thing and empty it out they should have a bariatric surgeon right there at the desk well we can suck some of this out right here or you can pay for two seats i'll just pay for the two i got two meals you get one no if I got two seats, that's four bags of nuts. Sure, I suppose we'll give you extra nuts. Yes, win! It's disgusting to me. It's not like handicapped people who have, like, sticks and stuff to carry. They got to find a place to put all that. I would be all for that. Some guy comes on, I got these sticks, I got cerebral palsy, I got whatever it takes. I need a seat to put all my stuff. Okay. That's free. That makes sense to me. To no fault of your own, you've got the pulse. You've got the, you know, you've got to carry around some sort of helpers, some crutches, some somethings. This guy makes a good point. He says, I identify as fat, so do I get an extra seat automatically? Great point. Great point. I feel like I'm blobbing over into the yeah. next seat. I also have long arms. I like to move mine over into the seat next to me. It's ridiculous. I think, I think Southwest is... Just bowing to the pressure because so many of us are 
blobbing over into the second seat. You should have the treadmill seat for free. You can fly for free if you're running the treadmill the whole time. Keep up the decent pace back there. Even underneath the uh, seat, it has the little peddler thing that sure. people have at their desk. Yeah, the last thing I need is a chunk banging his knees into the yeah. back of my chair trying to pedal. Maybe do it for a discount. <laughs> Are you eating nuts and exercising? What's wrong with you? Everything. Yeah, and then just licking the dust off the tray that doesn't go down all the way because it rests on their big yeah, But it's got belly. a hole in it that I can put all the dust in. Uh, the dust catcher. Way to go there. And again, I, I aim this at my friend Troy Hayden at Channel 10 who did this story. You know, Fox, Fox News is known for their opinions. Come back from that story and go, what the f*** going on? Come on. And I don't blame Southwest Airlines. That's a quality carrier. They get it back and forth. They do their job. It's us. What's wrong with us? John, What's you wrong did... with you that you want a discount for bleeding over into the second seat? Where's your embarrassment factor going? You know discount, what I take you up? You want the whole row. I take up two. I pay for two. I would say majority are. Mm. I, I don't know. Maybe not majority, I but I'll tell you this. Right, but still, because the minority once you get to that point, you're like, eh, I'm not flying. Probably. Those are the ones who still have great shame in their bodies, and that's the right way to live. You should always have shame. If my nose poked out any further, it would go into the seat in front of me. And if I'm like, look, there, nobody can sit in front of me, but my nose, it's not my fault. I should have to pay for that seat. If I'm causing a second seat to be used, that's on me. I pay for that. John, I know you did the list yesterday, but can we get a late entry for band name? Yeah. Meat Luggage? Meat Luggage is a great band name. Yeah, that's a solid one. Really good. I don't know. So I could save $150 on a flight if I got a divorce? Sign me up. I'll lose that weight. <laughs> yeah. Paying for your wife's ticket, too. That's a good point. Yeah. I just think it's so logical to me, and I don't know how anybody fights it. You take up two things, you buy both things. It's just, how is that lost on anyone? I take up two seats. That costs two seats. I can't afford that. Then you're not going. You know what I can't afford? Of my own private jet. But I don't cry. That it's because, you know, well, just haven't had the brakes to be able to. So I, fly, I don't fly private jets. It's just as simple as that. You know what else? I'm not a professional baseball player. That stinks. But guess what? I didn't make it. So I, I, I'm not. And I'm not trying to be one. I'm also not a doctor. I never went to school for it. I'm never going to be a doctor. You take up two seats, you pay for it. It's logic. It's just logical. Yeah, it, that doesn't make any sense. And if you have, or, or either that or you have to wear a sign that says oversized load. That's it. Just like you do when you take up two lanes on the freeway. Oversized load. And you have to walk around the airport on that. All over you. Big, big red flag big hanging off your ass. hanging off the back of you. A truck behind you with lights. You know, we had an oversized load. load. Yeah. Why would you want to point out my problems? I'm not. You're doing it. And try that one on for size. Switch taking it. That's an empty seat. (laughs) You're not walking down that aisle and looking at that row going, that's where I want to sit. No, I'm so glad that he's had to purchase two. It's crazy. And then, Brady, I don't know if you got this story or not. My favorite part of the story was what this guy was doing after he got busted. Headline's the best. Naked man found atop headless mother. <laughs> Whoa. He sliced his mom's head off and then laid down on her until the cops got there. 
which is bad enough, right? Murders happen all the time. This is a pretty awful one. His name is Jeffrey Surgent. Called 911 after confessing to them, I just killed my mom. Took her head off, threw it to the side there, and then laid on top of her dead body. Now, just a few feet away from where they were, the cops were like, there's her head. We got this all figured out. It was in Ocean City, New Jersey. Uh, he was also naked hmm. on top of his uh, decapitated mom's body. naked? Uh, didn't say. Ugh. She was 74. He uh, also told police, oh, by the way, I've got some mental issues. You think? Uh, and then he screamed uh, he was sorry. And as they took him away, and there's video of this, he was singing Jesus Loves Me. Yes, I know. Wow. That one? Yeah. <laughs> this I know. Or the Bible tells Jesus me so. Jesus loves me, this I know. Covered in blood. Uh, naked. He was taken to a medical facility and charged with first-degree murder and a weapons offense. You've got to tack on a few extra things. Uh, Jersey. Indicated, a, a, yeah, exactly. A knife was used to separate the victim's head from her body. The neighbors were also interviewed. And then the lady says, uh, he used to play with our kids. He seemed real nice. This is weird. I ate ribs with that. Her actual quote. This is weird. Yeah. Anytime your neighbors have decapitated another neighbor, it's weird. Jesus loves me, this I know. Because the Bible tells me so. I think sometimes the news goes out and finds that one family. The other one's like, no. No, we knew. Yeah. I told my kids never to, never to look at him. This dude was a head-cutting-off machine. We knew it the second they moved in. He's 40. He lives with his mother. He's outside naked sometimes. We knew. We knew. But now he'll find the Lord and think that he's okay, which is another strike against that vicarious redemption thing. And he's going to probably be intolerable in jail. And at least it's not an Arizona jail where Katie Hobbs has decided not to kill anybody anymore. I just don't have the faith that um, we can do it right, so we're not going to do it. Some dude was supposed to get off tomorrow. And she delayed it and gave a big press conference about that. I just don't know that we have the capabilities of um, getting it done right, so um, we're not going to do it anymore for a little bit. <laughs> I'm state president, and I say no. How is she in for? Is that a two- yeah. or four-year thing? <laughs> I think it's six. It's six. It's is six. it really? Oh, Christ. Yeah. Because yeah, the only reason we lost Nappy is because she took a job with the press, right? Napolitano? Yeah, didn't she take a job with that the press? That was president? years ago. We've had a couple governors since. No, I know, but but she, cut, she, she was cut early? short because she went No, no, didn't she go work for the president? Yeah, she yeah. left. Yeah, she was one. Uh, Nicholas is trying to make, the, uh, make me dance. Says, you know, there's one guy that could have an airline oh, no. for fat people. That- <laughs> They wouldn't have to pay extra unless they got extra, if you know what I'm saying. I'm like, I know what you're doing, Nicholas. And I'm not so sure that it's going to work, but yeah. it is. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Happy holidays, players. I just heard about the greatest airline of all time, Fat Bitch Air. All right. We usually only fly about 13 feet off the ground because our jets can't lift our bitches. And that's a requirement for me. If I can't lift you, oh, baby. That means I'm just going to f*** you on the ground. All right. We call it Regal Blaze Air. We get you up in the air. And then whatever happens up there, we don't care, girl. That's how it works. Mm. Besides that, ain't no seats. Just a replica of my big fat wang. That's what you sit on when you're on Regal Blaze Air. Just waiting your turn. Mm. 
I'm your pilot. I'm going to have to keep you in your upright position. The maximum airspeed of 69 miles per hour. <laughs> Seems a little slow. That's right. We ain't getting no 69 miles an hour. These fat bitches slow this jet down. (laughs) Try to haul this weight around. This thing's brutal. It's like watching a bus getting towed by a tow truck. It ain't going very fast. But that's all right. Get your fat asses up in the air in case of emergency. In case of an emergency, my big sack of balls is going to fall in front of your face. Place that over your nose and mouth and breathe. In-flight meal for our British passengers is going to be some bangers and mash. I'll provide the bangers. You provide the mash, baby. And you'll have to pay for one seat. Because you ain't going to be in it very long, girl. We're going to be in the bed in the back. That's right. You pay a little extra for that as well. Regal Blaze Air. You know, exit rows. Exit rows? Who's trying to get off this jet? <laughs> Trapped. And by all means, when you're taken care of visit the trough in the back of the jet <laughs> you can wallow around in our water basin and then eat out of that big ass trough piggy and then come on back for more all right that's right we're gonna film the whole thing we got two sections on our jets by the way we got coach and then we got first ass all right <laughs> who's up regal blazer is up also, all the extra seats for my big ladies, right up here in what I like to call the other cockpit. We've <laughs> mm. <laughs> got an email from somebody who says, never gets old. Some would disagree. But I do know what does get old, a woman. So nobody over 35 can fly on Regal Blaze Air. <laughs> Besides that, most women I like don't live much past 35. Their hearts stop about 37. <laughs> and rightfully so, baby, because I'm going to make your heart skip a beat. Mm, mm, mm. Ride it. Rico Blaze Airlines. All right. Over and out. Steady, Captain. Big fat lady airline. Stop it. Holmberg's morning sickness. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Also, um... I got an email yesterday from another one of our characters that said, uh, now that Brady lost Rock Wars and has to do uh, the 6-9 act with a sex doll live in person at one of our events, uh, I'd like to recommend something that I can provide. And it was an email from where I said, I can get him the sex doll. It's, it's uh, pretty lifelike if he wants, and it's a lot cheaper. I can just bring it on over. And then it was signed Randall Bird. <laughs> And I giggled all the way home after I read that. Thanks, Randall. We might take you up on that one. Depends on how much these sex dolls cost. Uh, yeah, that isn't good. Now everybody's sending in their Rico Blaze jokes. 
I'm not doing them. Stop it. <laughs> Stop that immediately. And then we had our last, uh, you know, uh, obviously Randall Bird is, I think officially, we haven't made it official, we'll do a big official announcement. He's Frank Caliendo's um, 2023 Nathan Sutherland <laughs> Heel of the Year Award winner. Nate, Randall Bird is our guy, you know, banging that 79-year-old dead body. So we got 48 caught. hours. John. I know. We got some time before we connect. But there was a lady who actually made a last-ditch push. Uh, I forgot her name. She took her little Shih Tzu, stuffed it in a fire pit, lit it on fire because she said it was a possessed animal. It was a rat. And voices from heaven told her that she had to do this for the greater good of whatever. She's crazy. And so I had to explain to a few people, like, here you go. This might be the... S heel of the year. She lives here in town, and that's the whole point of the they walk amongst us. Um, she is so mentally like messed up that it wasn't. She wasn't trying to blend in with society. The rule itself is you uh, would you wouldn't have known. Yeah. Like they're just walking amongst us. This Rand- one, like, Randall made it a while. Right, Randall was working with folks. Nobody knew. It was a surprise. This lady did what she did, and everybody's kind of like, oh, we should have thrown in the in the in the padded room a long time ago. Everyone talking about it, and they had it. And the worst part is the way the boyfriend found out it happened. The video cameras around the house they kept up to keep her, you know, because they knew she was up to no good. Uh, they watched her do that. The dog died in like two seconds. Like it was just yeah, an explosion. Man. Terrible human being. Does she get some mention? Yes, she's on the podium, right? But she was mentally damaged obviously before she wasn't allowed to work or do stuff is she bat crazy and miserable and awful and do i want her to roast like the dog did yes i do no question there's no trial necessary we got it on videotape i don't want to hear that she's got mental dis- i don't want anybody to ever like you let that out again it's like well oh you're better now what did you do again and then you find out it's like, nope, you're done. You're out of society. You can't participate with the rest of us. No more Ranger games for you. You're out. That's it. You you burn a dog in a fire pit in, because God told you. You're out. Because I don't know when that's going to snap back into place. Done. But uh, we knew about her, so I don't want to give her the award. Randall Bird's one that was like, if Brett... If you found out your coworker boned a dead body, and he's another one, finished. Why he needs to breathe another breath is beyond me. Once we get all that sorted out, now he's got a trial coming. Unless there's cameras, if you got it on camera, I think that's a that's a futuristic uh, Holmberg for president moment. If we have you on camera, although AI is changing that, if we have you on camera committing this egregious, nightmarish crime of picking up a little Shih Tzu, tossing it in a fire, and shutting the door. Uh, that's enough. We don't have. We're not wasting taxpayer money on trying to get a mistrial or get you a lesser sentence. Whatever that is, you're doing it. You have to understand what she was going through. Nah, Mm-mm. no, I don't. A lot of people going through a lot of stuff don't throw a little adorable dog into a fire. Just don't do it. You uh, you, you try to have sex with kids. Yeah, that's enough. We got proof of that. You're out. You're done. There's no reason to try to give you a job again. You're out. But the video cameras should make it so. It does it for cops. I'll tell you that. Their video cameras make it so they're immediately punished. So let's turn it around. A cop does something stupid. We go right to the video camera, and the dude doesn't have a fair trial. He's immediately suspended without pay, and then we're going to put him on trial. He's going to jail for even longer than normal. Sorry, you qualify for a camera. That's right. 
You're, you're it. You're done. If we have you on tape and it is you, you're out. There's no trials for you. But Randall Bird, I think it's official. I think Randall Bird is our champion for the year of our Nathan Sutherland annual <laughs> Heel of the Year Award brought to you by Frank Caliendo. Oh, I don't this think broad's needs- right up there, though, yeah. too. Oh, she's in the mix of being a horrible person. But I think just burning Honorable up. mention? Nah. Dishonorable? Yeah, dishonorable mention. Her, the lady in Chandler yeah. with the other dogs. April. The dude that was having sex with the dead body found in his alley back in February. Yeah. And leaving it there. I don't remember that one. Yeah, it was not a trying good one. Trying to block it. Yeah, there's a lot of those. What? <laughs> yeah, basically, like, we can't do that. Why? One man's trash is enough. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> it's just the trash alley that doesn't work. But yeah, I don't want to give that to somebody who's obviously so mentally disturbed they couldn't be part of society to begin with. That's more of a, that's on us. That's on us for being, a, again, I've talked about this before, for uh, cutting back on the dudes with the long arm coats that used to come and wrap those people up and put them away for a little while. Long arm jackets. I miss the days. I'll never forget that day in Lowell, Indiana. That weird dude running down the street. That was the first time I ever knew about it. Two dudes showed up, wrapped him up, stuffed him in a car, and they left. <laughs> Me and my, I think it was my cousin Sean and Kelly. If I remember, I don't remember who it was with. Mo Mark Cassius was there because we heard all the ruckus. Went over there. It was a giant white truck. I thought it was an ice cream truck. I was a little boy. Just like the cartoons yeah, and the was. movies. It was some dude acting crazy. He was going to kill his parents. God knows what was going to go on. Wrapped him up in the long coat. I don't know that he ever came back. Or have the pride of what they used to do in West Virginia when I lived there. And had the glory of spending the night at the Rieger house at a slumber party. And they kept the really screwed up brother in the attic and locked him up there. And that was when they had company. He wasn't allowed down. That was the Appalachian way. It was. <laughs> oh, was it ever. You better hide. time, is that what you're saying? Uh, it was a better time. Yeah. No, none of us it were going to get... It hasn't stopped. None of us were going to get raped, murdered, incidentally fingered, beaten up, whatever, by the beast they couldn't control. The mutant kid. And this dude who killed his mother and chopped her head off and laid on top of her. Another commercial for Dr. Lynn, if you ask me. Was your naked neighbor allowed out of the house? He was, right? Yeah, Brady had that going on back in Ohio. The, Bob Ray? Yeah, Bob Ray, the naked neighbor. <laughs> You're going to act like it was normal again, but it wasn't. And you know he was beaten off. He yeah. kept it inside. No, well, right. Up he against co- the he window. He contained it. But Watching. that doesn't make it better if you can see it. Yeah. <laughs> I want I wish to God we could meet the people who moved away, the other ones, the, the neighbors on the other side who actually oh. put their house up for sale because Everybody Bob Everybody else yeah. in your life has been more revealing once <laughs> right, we get yeah. the real deal. When, they, when Bob Ray was beaten off in that style. Yeah, we didn't even find out about that until later on. after right. they Because that's like, we don't even want to... Right. The police weren't called. Your mother had the job to tell Bob to keep his clothes on. Smash it. Smash it in a box and never talk about it again. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, the mash it down, that was kind of the way. Or just kick somebody in the teeth. We never brought up the fact that that guy that fell on my sister on that train was probably up to no good. We just caught him. That's all. Get out of here, you. Ah. We brushed him away. Then everybody kept their eyes on him. He may have actually fallen down. You figured, uh, you know, you also figured, oh, they got caught. They'll never do that again. Right. Well, we caught him, so it doesn't matter what they, yeah. we, we also were very, like, eh, 
Not not happening to us again. Go rape somebody else. Psychology will tell you they will. They will. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Not me. Mm -hmm. We've got an eye on him. He's not coming back for us. But yeah, Dr. Lin, high five. Oh, I've got two people in my life that have kids between the ages of 11 and 14 who have had those kids try to kill them. That shouldn't be a thing. I have two. They're doing something wrong. No. The kids want to kill them. You know what's nuts? Their other kids are fine. They got a couple. Yeah. Did yeah. you just say it should be time to reflect? Yeah. <laughs> well, he blames the parents. <laughs> He's a Willy Wonka guy. Why does They're doing something kill wrong, you? man. Who's to blame? The mother and the father. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and and uh, you're kind of right. Because one of them was an adopted kid that came flying over here. Parents of... Uh, a lady who was so drugged out of her mind that Columbia, even Columbia is like, you can't raise kids in Columbia. Give me that. They took it and shipped it off to the U.S. of A. And it showed up here and tried to kill them in their sleep. The other one's natural born. Wake up in the, wake up in the middle of the night. She's in the room. I'm going to slice your head off. Huh? What, honey? I'm going to cut your head off. I hate you. All right, back to bed. Thought it was a bad dream until it happened the next day. Remember last night in bed when I said I was going to kill you? I meant it. I'm going to kill you. Oh. Recurring oh, dream. Oh, geez, he's still dreaming. They ignored it until she brought a knife to the party. Like, my God, this is real? I am one degree removed from two different people whose kids have offered to kill them. Then you read this thing in the news. The guy actually, and you know, sure, he made it into his 40s. Mom thought she was out of the woods. You still cut her head off. You get to worry about that, Toledo. I know. That boy of yours modeling do. career doesn't work out. He's going to show up with his modeling friends and some beautiful murder is going to happen at your house. With blue steel. <laughs> They're not worth it, Brett. You and I are right. Oh, I... None of them are worth it. None of them. 90% of all humans disappoint their parents, but their parents won't say so. I'm sure your dad had big dreams for you. Yeah, and here I am on a fart exactly joke show. Exactly right. This isn't what he. This isn't what he. He's just happy you're eating. I could have been a contender, you're right? But I'm well, sure when you were a kid, your dad thought, I'm a, "I hope this one turns out to be like special." Well, that was his own fabrication shop. Uh, famous. That's why I quit after the first one. All right, I'm done. <laughs> That's right. Done. This one, Mountaintop. This yep, we're adult. good. Yeah, I don't want to chance it again. But for years, you're As doing a parent, those. You feel the same. Too, that you disappoint your kids. I wouldn't. It's yeah. always like you're no, not wrong there too, but I wouldn't. You're letting them down. Yeah, you think yeah. you can always I, do more. I, think the I mean, disappointment sure. with the uh, swinging the other way. Pets, because you know, oh, I can't do more for my pets. I do plenty. My pets yeah. are living the high life. They're living better than everyone. But else. I used to feel bad. Yeah, um, you know, I'd go to work. Yeah, and you're always thinking, oh, they're at home by themselves. The pets. Yeah, they must they're be bored out of their mind, but they're. My dogs are treated better than most of your kids. It's embarrassing. They have the run of the house. But yeah, no, your kids are, majority of them are a disappointment. So why people keep wanting to do this is beyond me. Especially nowadays when the kids are their own disappointments because all they want to do is be famous. And it's going to happen to like 3% of them. Uh, you got a whole bunch of uh, depressos running around going, how come I'm not famous? 
Just, how come I'm not famous right, right now? now? Right now. I did right. a video yesterday. How come right. I'm not famous now? Doesn't anyone like me? What's happening? Yeah, it's not worth it. And then you're 74 and you think you're all right and your kid comes over and lobs your head off, takes his clothes off, thinks Jesus, he loves me and lays on top of you. And I'm 74. <laughs> it ain't worth it. That's the time you needed him. Made it through the woods and then the next thing you know, still lobbing your head off. I talk to that girl downstairs all the time about that. I'm like, you got two good ones and a dummy, right? Yeah. She admits it. Her kid's kind of a little slow. He might pick it up as time goes on, but she's got her eyes on him. He's strong. He's kind of dumb. He's a little bit like, uh, you know, the lumbering moron, George, and the Steinbeck thing. You can see him walking into walls and stuff like, I don't know. I've got a dummy. Hopefully somebody takes him under their wing. And that's really all you hope for. Somebody takes care of them so you don't have to. I'm going to lie. There's a lot of that when Alex was younger, bringing him <laughs> around you guys. Please, please just be smart. Behave. Yeah, behave. No, don't. the behave is not the thing. It's what he said. Yeah. You want him to not bounce into a wall. You don't want him to do you something that him- <laughs> makes you think, oh, he's raising the dumb one. Yeah. You want him not to pick up a piece of dog crap yeah. and eat it or Because I'll tell you, if I yeah. see your kid oh, licking windows, God. I'm like, yeah. mm, you got yeah. one of those, huh? You got a and it licker. shouldn't be such a bad thing, but that's proof to my point right there that you in your mind hope yep. that he's not one yep. all the time. And some of it, a lot of you have one. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Your friends should be your barometer for sham a lot. You exactly. mentioned Christmas parties earlier. Oh, I yeah. turned around going to Brett's house on a Christmas party because of a crazy girl. Great move. Yeah. Because you knew you were going to get destroyed yep. if you brought that I'd have that done same. the same thing with Alex if he was <laughs> going off. <laughs> yeah, deep down, everybody's just hoping their kids don't embarrass them. But because you know they're. And you've had to do the turnaround. You, you will do the turnaround a couple of times, whether it's uh, you're running the grocery store and they're throwing a fit or they sure. throw a fit there. We're leaving. Get them out. But they really? don't. Yeah, the you dream. Put your foot down. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> most two, of the time. Years old. Kirby didn't want to go to the grocery store, so we didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something else <laughs> at a restaurant. Right, the one she didn't want to be. I watched Kirby lose it at a restaurant, not really loud, but she ordered three different items. Couldn't believe what I was seeing. Uh, I, all I thought was good on Brady because Dan Holmberg would have put a fist through my face if I'd have tried this. She ordered food. It arrived. She's like, Man, I don't want this. <laughs> and I would. They, she got another thing and then didn't want that. And I'm like, oh boy, this is going to end in a murder, isn't it? And they were very accommodating, super nice to her. Got her a third meal. I'm like, wow. Dan Holmberg would have had one less kid. That's, That's a good move. I can say it never happened. Oh, I yeah. One because the debit card was already being declined, so we couldn't put another right. meal on there. <laughs> right, yeah, you, you were struggling with the, the credit line. <laughs> you get this and you eat this. Daddy's daddy's tapped out. Everybody's got a kid that dolts up every once in a while. You just hope it doesn't last forever. But most of your kids... Let's hope this is a phase. Yeah, most of your kids aren't going to make it, you know, the way you hope. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were dying off. They're basically going to be able to feed themselves. I see my dad... Hey, that's a high bar. Huge. That's a high bar. My dad's pride is only because at a certain point, he didn't expect me to be able to do that. I think my dad at a certain point said, oh, man... This guy is going to be begging for money and, and food someday soon. And there's still a chance of that. But he's just happy that it's gone this long and it doesn't look like that's the case. 
he was never like super proud of me. He was always worried it was all about to crumble. You could feel it. And then once the tension of he doesn't need to provide for me anymore was gone, he became the nicest man in the world. Thank God. Oh, thank God. He's, he's feeding himself. That's really the goal. Anything else is gravy. He gets more and more excited when I'm like, I did this. Oh, I'm so proud of you. And th- th- every time my dad says he's proud of me, all I hear was, didn't expect that. I thought for sure you'd have walked off a bridge or done something stupid, but I'm so proud of you. Why? I bought a car. Ah, oh, damn it. John, I'm proud of you. Like, thanks, Dad. But what I'm hearing is I've exceeded your expectations to a level where you find joy in the mundane. Look at him. Vacuuming. God damn it. I didn't think you'd be able to do that without cutting your hands off. <laughs> You're the dumbest person I've ever met for about 23 years. Look at you now. Yeah. His- That's another thing. You you teach him how to, how to vacuum and clean, and then yeah. you... You have to be away from them when they do attempt it because you will go nuts at how they're doing it wrong. Yeah. I apologized to my dad the other day through a text because I'm out there cleaning up poop, dog poop. He, he came home from work every day and looked in the backyard and, and said, get your ass out there and clean that up. I'm gonna. Jesus. Oh, my God. You sound like my son. And I just remember thinking... I'll get to it. And I, and then the sun would go down, and I never did. And I'm like, Forget. Doing that tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake you up. And I'm like, oh, get to it. And the yard was just full. And all I think now is, how easy is it to just do it as it happens? I let it get so out of hand, it was a miserable job. If I just did it every day, like he said. So I text him, I'm like, you know, you were right about the whole dog poops. God damn, so proud of you. These lessons learned are... <laughs> It's what I live for. So proud of you. It took a little while. Remodeling the front of the house. Oh, you got people over to the house and you're doing a... I'm so goddamn proud of you. All I hear was, didn't expect you to get anything done. Everything I tell him that's happened is a shock to him. He never says to me, I always knew this was your fate. I knew. I knew you were going to do good things. (laughs) That was never in his brain. Zero there is the other side of it where you're just overachieving, doing all this stuff. Yeah. But your dad is like, it's all right. I was never overachieving. Never would I be like accused. Like Barry Sanders' dad. Right. Right. You're pretty good, kid, but. Uh, never accused of it's overachieving. Still me, it's Jim Brown, me, then you. This entire room that I'm sitting in right now has never, ever threatened the barrier of overachievement. <laughs> We're in radio. This room right here has no Brady. You might think you had moments where your dad thought you were an overachiever. You you do not tap the overachiever buttons. None of us in this room are overachievers. Don't. You're about to say something. No, I, we're in that bank it. elevators that only goes the first thirteen. <laughs> right. <laughs> we are not overachievers. Achievers, sure. Accomplishments, a few. Overachievement. I've seen what overachievers do. Those people are sweaters. They work. Uh-uh. Not overachievers. Never accused of it. Shouldn't have been accused of it. And I guarantee I've seen every I've seen all of us work together. None of us are overachieving. We are we are masters at corner cutting. We are brilliant at figuring it out. But that is not overachievement by any stretch. Now go ahead, Brady. Say what you're gonna say. Your mouth started to gape. It's doing it now. No, no. <laughs> you once thought you were an overachiever? No, I think um, I feel – I don't think my dad thought I would go as far as I would in certain sports. I mean, he was um, Nobody athletic. thought that. Yeah. So right. I guess 
Would that be overachieving then? You're looking, always you're, felt like you're, if you have always to, be, uh, right. you know, you're looked at and say, "Oh, this guy can't do this, or he's not going to be able to do that." That's a surprise. Yeah, that's not. So really I guess maybe I surprised yeah. him then. Uh, but I yeah. never, you know, and never that's just felt based that on body style. He looked at you and yeah. said, "Yeah, he's not going to." And you know, now overachieving would have been taking this that you have physically and playing uh, college basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, taking this that you have and actually going to Wimbledon. That's overachievement. Being pretty good at it is more of, oh, surprising. This guy's pretty athletic. And you took it to a level that had its ceiling and then it was over. That's just achieving. Overachieving is taking it to where it should be over and forcing it to be more. You don't have that, Gene. Yeah. Neither do I. It's not an insult. Most of us don't. But you're not an overachiever. I don't look at Brady and go, you know, who's going to get this done and then some. <laughs> yeah, and I don't yeah, look at myself that's as That's not it. Uh, we all look at each other and go, how can we get out of this as fast as we can and still look like we did it? Yeah, we're, you know, expediters. We're, we're good at what we do because we get around all the overachievement. And we still, look, I did it when I found out. you feel good? You surprised your dad a little bit? I never thought he'd do this. Or I never thought. No. Yeah, what I hear is... 51 yeah. years to yeah. overachieve. No, no. <laughs> it's not over. I'm still <laughs> yeah, not overachieving. No. <laughs> I am achieving beyond his expectations. That proud That's not overachievement. That is... My dad had a low bar set for me, and I've stepped over it, and he's still surprised by it. I'm so proud of you. I'm like, thanks, Dad. That's nice. And then he starts to say things. I didn't think this was going to... Like, he starts adding in the extra. I'm like, just step, stop at the you're proud of me part. Look for a while there. It was touch and go with you. I'm like, what do you mean? Thought you were a twink. I thought you might be a twink. I thought you. I, I was going to have to get rid of you. I thought for sure you're going to live with me forever. It wasn't that he was so proud. Wow, I really had these expectations, and you've over it. You've you've gone way above and beyond what I thought. I'm still alive. That's what he's proud of. <laughs> I'm, I have not accidentally drilled a you know a mortar into like something into my head. <laughs> That's what I think my dad expected me to get killed by changing a flat tire. I think that's what he thought would be me. Washing the car. Somehow or another, I'd be dead washing the car. I think that's it. The fact that I'm still here functioning is what he's proud of. And he t- after my first shoulder surgery, I didn't see him for a while. He actually told me, I braced myself for what I was about to see. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, you seem to still be in good shape. I thought it was over. <laughs> you really think I was just going to quit in life? I didn't know what to expect. I'm glad to see you're still up and about. Can I say that maybe the differences you're speaking of are, in Brady's case, you exceeded expectations. Oh, the yeah. The expectations were low, but you didn't overachieve. That's my dad. Overachieve is a self-serving kind of yeah, thing. Overachieve yeah. is taking your limits and pushing them pushing beyond where it. you should be going. Yeah, exceeded expectations. Exceeding expectations is like, well, I didn't really think you could do that. That's not overachievement. That's, wow. I I judged you and I was wrong. John, you spent 51 years to get that ruler stuck out of your throat (laughs) by picking up the dog poop. Why do you remember everything? Why do you all remember everything? I'm proud you made it this far That was the day I thought I was out. (laughs) When I came running out of my bedroom with half of a wooden ruler stuck in the Top of my mouth, bleeding like crazy. I was okay. Uh, uh. The hell? He didn't care that I was dying. What were you doing in there? Who puts a ruler in their throat? Uh, uh, uh. 
accidentally jammed it in there about nine inches and it cut the entire roof. That is what my dad expected. He's going to die of something stupid. He's on the gifted team. Yep. Uh, He didn't tell anybody at work. "Ah, I'm sorry. I'm a little groggy. I was at the hospital with my son. He got a ruler nine inches down his throat and it got stuck. (laughs) And I did. He was right. What was your kid doing with the knife? I don't know. Practicing for something. Uh. But it's a it's a miracle that I'm alive, and that's essentially what he's proud of. You've accomplished more than I ever expected. I thought you'd live in a ditch. That's pretty nice. Uh, it's seven thirty six. What do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right, it's wake up song time, and of course, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. We were just over there yesterday doing a little photo shoot with their uh, new wardrobe, right. their new line of clothes that they got there. But uh, tons of guys walking in, uh, you know, looking for their uh, next pair of skis, the next snowboard. That's the place to go. You need the jackets. You need all the accessories. You need the the maintenance done on them. They're going to take care of you with a full tune of $10 off when you mention KUPD. Just go on Action Ride Shop at Gilbert Road in Southern or just go to actionrideshop.com. And Josh and the boys will take care of you. And... uh See here, my computer's. Bus looked good in some of that gear. Yeah, Bus was with us too, and he got geared up by Action Ride Shop. Tiffany just emailed in. She goes, Here's my greatest parenting moment, John. My son's fifth birthday party. He was being a horrible little kid. I warned him. I said, One more time, knock it off. I'm going to throw you in the pool. And I knew he could swim. Uh, So, you know, it was kind of an idle threat. He mouths off one more time, and I'm furious. I picked him up out of his chair, and I literally chucked him through the air into the pool. And about mid flight, I thought, Oh no, everybody is watching this. So I turned and looked at the people. They were clapping. One of them said, that is the best parenting I've ever seen. I have great kids who are well-behaved, and they've been that way the rest of their lives. So get your kids in check, and they won't cut your heads off. That's the key. And they would be laying there with the last thing you see in life. Your loopy kid with a knife up against your throat, and that's the last memory you've got. They're just not worth it. None of it. Uh, on the list, Queens Fat Bottom Girls made it on the list for, yeah. because of uh, all the uh, airline the talk. Uh, Clutch, Slipknot, Metallica, Godsmack, Motionless and White, Amonamarth, Anthrax, Slayer, Motorhead, Soil, Ministry. I saw on video finally the Amonamarth rowing thing. Yeah. They do a whole thing where they make the audience sit down and start to row. It is the craziest thing you've ever seen. And, and they, everybody's like they're hypnotized by Amonamarth. And they start doing the rowing. Grab your oar and row, and they go. And it is weird, but it's cool. I don't want to hear it, but it's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know, Brett. Pick it. It's up to you. It's your anniversary. Saturday Night Fever. I'm surprised that's not up there a hundred times over again. No, we could play some. We could play the DGs. The DGs, yeah. <laughs> we could play the DGs. In DGs. honor. All right. In honor of the release date in 1977 of Saturday Night Fever, we'll do a little DGs. That works out perfect. That's a beautiful thing. I don't even know which one he's got in there. Uh, have to be should uh, be dancing. <laughs> whatever it is, we're playing it. <laughs> it's good stuff. Dave Grohl, it's good. It's yeah, it's the foo. I mean, basically, it's Dave Grohl messing around. And he does a great job of not messing with it too much. And I kind of wanted it to be a little more foo fightered up, but it isn't. That was my favorite moment of uh, of the year. I think is that they brought Christopher Walken back just for one thing on Saturday Night Live when the. Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters were the musical guest. I don't even know who the host was, but you come back from commercial, and there's Christopher Walken because his introduction of the Foo Fighters 20 years ago was so great, they had him do it again. Ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. <laughs> and they just go. I remember that. I was dying. 
Like, they just brought him back for just that. He flew in. Ladies and gentlemen, Foo Fighters. They did it. All right, here it is. It's Foo. The DGs. 1977, on this very day, the release of Saturday Night Fever. Should be a holiday. Man, oh man, I think so too. It's 98 KUPD. Wake him up. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD.